This is a diet of Brussels. What's the economic impact of the UK leaving the EU? Now, this is one of the biggest questions that's been going around the, the referendum debate. Uh, we've had reports from the Treasury, from the uh, OECD, from uh, pro-exit uh, uh, economists, all of whom come up with... Uh, a range of different outcomes, and perhaps unsurprisingly, uh, those who are explicitly in favour say that they're of uh, leaving, say that there'll be a big economic benefit. Uh, those who are explicitly in favour of uh, staying in say there'll be a big economic cost. Uh, and those who uh, don't have a stated position, uh, such as the uh, IMF or the OECD, have also tended to err on the side of saying there will be a cost. So what's the actual case? Um, I think by now, what are we, 160-something episodes in, you should know that I'm not an economist, uh, so I'm not going to be giving you uh, a definitive answer. Instead, I want to help you try and understand a little bit about why different uh, economists and different organisations come up with different uh, results. The basic issue is that this is about forecasting, that uh, there is uh, a uh, standard set of models that one can uh, apply, uh, and uh, as a result you uh, can uh, fiddle around with different things and you get different kinds of uh, answers, and partly depends on uh, what factors you look at partly depends on how much you weight them in your judgments, and uh, you know even more uh, variably, you have uh, your kind of attitude about how much uh, things change and how quickly they change over time. Essentially, what uh, we we have then is a, a number of uh, dimensions that uh, are considered in different kinds of ways. Um, and as you've heard over recent weeks, particularly, uh, different models make different kinds of uh, assumptions. And actually, with very small changes in those initial assumptions, you can end up with very large effects over uh, a long uh, time, uh, such as the the kind of the 10, 20, 30 year time frames that some of these reports uh, are working to. So where does that leave us? Well, I, partly we can say uh, economists are unhelpful, uh, economic modelling is unhelpful and we can't really trust any of them. Problem is that that doesn't really get us very far and I think uh, what we, we might helpfully do is sort of think a little bit about sort of the political economy of this. What everyone uh, accepts is that uh, in the short term there would be some economic cost. And the reason for that would be that the UK would be entering into a new status uh, of uh, its uh, uh, relationship with the EU and potentially with the rest of the world. And depending on what the government does, uh, there would be some kind of new trading relationship with the EU, which remains the, a substantial part of uh, British uh, trade. That cost uh, will be uh, potentially quite significant if there is a radical change in uh, the 
uh, relationship if we have something that doesn't look uh, very similar to the the current uh, EU membership that we have, so access to the single market. Beyond that, we end up in much more uncertain waters. For those who favour exit, uh, there is an opportunity then to free the UK from uh, trade uh, tariffs uh, and restrictions with the rest of the world, freedom to have more uh, trade uh, negotiations, free trade agreements with uh, third countries, all of which in the long run would uh, stimulate growth uh, and economic uh, development. For those who are more sceptical, uh, the uh, costs of having lost uh, the free access to European markets would uh, more than exceed the benefits that would come from having a preferential uh, relationship. Now, uh, again, here the, the balance is, is a bit hard to discern. Uh, again, it, what this probably tells us is that in the longer term, the key determinant will be British government policy rather than the EU's, uh, uh, whether it's a membership of the EU as such, uh, or, or what kind of relationship we have, because it depends very much on whether we have an opening up of trade with uh, the rest of the world, or whether we have uh, something that looks more uh, closed and protectionist. And it's simply impossible to say because we don't know where the political uh, system will go in the longer run. However, when we're looking at these models, I think it is useful to think a little bit about the assumptions that they make, have a look at the criticisms that have been made on both sides of uh, other people's models. Um, but, you know, I think it's also worth saying that, that the balance of economic opinion still is broadly saying that there will be a, a cost to uh, the UK leaving, both in the short term and in the longer term, uh, and that those who claim otherwise uh, remain in a minority.